So we're continuing yesterday's um, topic on page 203. And what we were discussing is how much of life is all about framing and particularly in the context of the mitzvot that it's about framing and particularly in the context of Shabbat. That if you think of Shabbat as the proper perspective then you will see that this is not a burden, it's rather a privilege. So we're actually right in the middle of that paragraph, the second paragraph on the page. And what we had just finished reading is the one seventh of your time imparts meaning and sanctity to the remaining six sevenths. Or do you perhaps deem yourself unable to fulfill the Torah because it asks you to give up an additional one seventeenth. So you made the calculation of how many days we have to refrain from creative labor the rest of the year. One seventeenth of the days of the year for the other holidays so that instead of continuing the thread of your daily life, you will review your role as a member of Israel in fulfilling its spiritual mission. In other words, when we, at, when we are taking off that 117th of the year to do the, the cessation of creative action, how do we perceive this? What do we think of this as? Do we think of this as a time in which we cannot engage with the world in the same way, in the same creative way that we do the rest of the year? Or perhaps do we think of this as giving ourselves time and space to think about our mission and to review what we have done since the last year this Pesach came around. How have we changed as people? Since the last year Rosh Hashanah came around, how have we changed as people? Have we taken the message to heart? Examine how far you have fulfilled it in your life and again, elevate yourself towards it. Do you not blush for shame at complaining at, about such a summons? In other words, when there is something here that we should be incredibly grateful that we have this opportunity. And instead our attitude is we look at this as a burden, right? And if you understand from the proper perspective about what it's supposed to do for you, right? And then you say, this is a burden, it, it, it's, it's uh, silly, and it's something where you should be embarrassed to even have those kinds of thoughts. Now, of course, if you think that you were born only to amass riches and to seek pleasure, if in your eyes, your status in life is determined by the extent of your possessions or the degree of your enjoyment, if you look upon these things not as means, but as ends in themselves, certainly if you believe that you can achieve more by your business exertions, than by merely sowing seeds like a farmer and waiting for God's blessings, sun and rain to cause them to grow. If you think it is your strength and the power of your hand that raise the edifice of your prosperity to its ultimate heights, that it is not God, but you all by yourself. And if all other considerations must make way before your ambitions, then indeed. In other words, if indeed that was your perspective on life, then you would have a sense of, I cannot take off from work on Shabbat. I cannot take off from work the 117th of the days of the year because that would indeed become your perspective. But if you recognize what it truly is and you understand what it truly is and you recognize the reason why we have results in our life is not because of the effort. It's not solely because of the effort, I should say. The reason why we get the, 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 um, the wealth and the possessions and everything that we have, everything that, we, everything that belongs to us, it is not a ends in itself. It is a means to, living, to leading a fulfilling life. So if you have that proper perspective, then to take your step back and say, I will not engage in creative labor, I'll turn off my marketplace today, right? And so today, the, the big question is, we're not, not necessarily talking about people uh, you know, going into work today. Very often, the question that comes up on Shabbat is you have someone who's uh, selling on Amazon, right? Do they have to disable their automatic you know, Amazon fulfillment? Do they have to disable that storefront on Saturday? right, on Shabbat, because they're not, they're, they will be doing work on somewhat of a passive level that they're doing work. And that's a question. Some people say you do have, some people say you don't. There's a large store in, in Manhattan. It's called B&H. 
I think it might be the largest um, computer, I, I guess computer also, but it's really a photo and video um, superstar. And it's owned by um, Hasidic Jews from Brooklyn, you know, legitimately Hasidic Jews. And um, they close their store every Shabbat. They close their store for the eight days of Passover, including the intermediate days. They close their store for Sukkot. They close their store for any day in which the Torah says, you're not supposed, you're supposed to refrain from creative action. They close their store. It doesn't seem to be impacting their business, their bottom line. But what it is, it, they have the ability now to live a life where they keep their eyes on the prize at all times. And the prize does not become how large is your bank account, but the prize becomes what are you amassing for the world to come? Okay, so let's continue. But try to understand Shabbos in the spirit of Judaism. See that it represents the basis of your entire purpose in life. And at the same time, sublime and spiritual fulfillment of that purpose. Through observance of Shabbos, you bear witness that there is a God, that there is only one God, and that man was appointed to his and only his service, right? So when we think about Shabbat, we rest on Shabbat, we give testimony to two things. First of all, that God created the world. But what we also say, every Shabbat, we also say, as a remembrance or commemoration of the fact that God took us out of Egypt which represents the fact that God didn't just create the world and then seize his involvement with the world, but he created the world and remains intimately involved with this world. So each and every time we come around to the seventh day of the week and we take a break from creative action, we are giving testimony through our break from creative action, through our statements, right? Uh, the actual statements of Kiddush and Havdalah, that Hashem rested, Hashem created the world, Hashem then rested, Hashem continues to rule the world and has taken us out of Egypt, which is the greatest manifestation of God's presence in this world at a, 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 on a single basis, right? Um, so that's what we're actually seeing on Shabbos. Now, if you think about that, and from that perspective, and you think about the fact that I'm also acknowledging that the results are not up to me, that I put in the efforts, but the results are not up to me. So the greatest testimony of that is that I'm able to say, I shut my big business store. I shut it down. I shut it down over Shabbos. What will it do for my bottom line? Not important. That's not, I don't make calculations of this is better for my bottom line or not. I have to always recognize I do what is the right thing. Hashem will provide me what it is that I need as long as I make the efforts within the limitations or within the, uh, the system that Hashem has set up for us. So in contrast, give thought to the horrible absurdity of the idea of desecrating Shabbos for the sake of material gain. And you will realize that in effect, this means for the sake of my daily bread and my family's prosperity and to obtain the means that should be used for doing my duty towards God. I deny that there is a God who owns the world and all there is in it and that life and all the blessings of life stem from him. I declare that amassing possessions and enjoyments is my mission. The satisfaction of my desires is my only goal. And that to nourish my body, I repudiate God and the human mission. For that, and nothing less than that, is what you express by every desecration of Shabbos for the sake of material gain, right? So now that we've been set up, your, if you're making your pros and cons list, should we be keeping Shabbos or should we be making a living on Shabbos, right? So on your pros list, he's made a pretty powerful case why keeping Shabbos is important. On the cons list of what it is that you are going to do if you violate Shabbos. And well, for the sake of earning a living, we need to put food on the table. After all, we know the paramount mitzvah in the Torah, one of the paramount mitzvahs in the Torah is and you shall live by them, right? We are obligated to do anything to save a life. Okay, I'm, I'm obligated to work on Shabbos to earn a living, right? Seems like a pretty logical conclusion. It says, no, no, that's a very twisted calculation because Hashem provides you what you need to earn a living. If you work during the week, you will have what you need to survive. 
And if you continue to work on Shabbos, what you're essentially testifying is a complete repudiation of the fact that there is a God who has created the world and commanded us to rest and who will sustain us exactly what we need for life. Surely these reflections will make you withdraw the hand you lifted on Shabbos in order to pursue your business dealings. Moreover, I can assure you that if you would conceive of your own life in the Shabbos spirit just once, if just once you would think of yourself as being the object of God's attention, as Shabbos teaches you, right? Because as we said before, that Shabbos teaches us that God cares about each and every one of us and he is intimately involved in our lives. He didn't, not the clockmaker where he sets the watch and then takes a step back. That's not what happened over here. If just once you would feel that you were given life by God, that you live in a world filled by God's presence, and that your life is guided by God throughout. If you would feel that you are the child and servant of the one alone, that your entire being and existence depend on the word of the one and only Father and Lord, that every breath of life is his gift, every faculty his grant, every happening in your life like his providence. And if you would thus conceive of yourself with all your great and small blessings as God's servant and your whole life as the fulfillment of this calling, Surely then you would no longer see any reason for complaints, right? It's a very, very powerful paragraph. Um, everybody writing, uh, you know, following at home, you guys should probably highlight this and, and, and come back to this, you know, once a week, you should be looking at this paragraph and saying, look, look at what it is when we, when we abstain from work on Shabbos, look what we are really testifying to. It's, it's a beautiful idea, something that I think we should all keep in mind. Also a timeless idea. In this week's Torah portion, right, very quickly, it's Parshat Balak, right? And we're going to read about the curses of Bilam. Right? And the main message of this Torah portion, I think, I think it seems pretty uh, evident, the main message is that man can strive, man can have all of the plans that he wants, right? And But ultimately, if Hashem doesn't want it to happen, it won't happen. So Bilam tries to curse the Jews, tries to curse the Jews, tries to curse the Jews. Balak is doing the best that he can. And they're all trying and trying and trying. And we spend a lot of time going through that whole conversations, all the conversations, first to try, the second try, should he go, should he not go, the donkey, and all of it's just trying to come down to one point. You could say it at whatever it is that you think you're going to say. You can try to put all the efforts that you want in life. If God doesn't want it to happen, you will be thwarted. If God does want it to happen, you will be successful. God wants the Jewish people to be blessed. You can do whatever you want to try to curse them. It will come out a blessing. Right? That's the message. That's really the message that we need to keep in mind throughout our daily lives. And particularly when it comes to keeping Shabbos.